Hi, I'm Erica Tom Page. Welcome to Modern Mania, a podcast series that highlights the struggles of the modern day woman and family as we showcase lifestyle, energy, health, social issues, child rearing, and balancing a career, which for many of our listeners means being a solopreneur or business owner. I'm your weekly host as we have some short, sweet, and in some cases, I think profound time together. I am a mother, a business owner, energy health expert, and sociologist. Today, we're talking about the idea of recalibration, when you keep repeating those same old patterns. Repeating old patterns is an opportunity for recalibration. You might be saying, Erica, what the heck is recalibration? We're going to talk about that. The reality is we live in a law-based universe and we cannot experience something unless it is in our energy field. Now people might say, what about the bad things that happen to innocent people? First, I want to say that unfair and unjust things can and do happen to people every day. My compassion and sympathy always go to the victims of any kind of crime, abuse, or atrocity. Today, I want to briefly address how it is we experience the unwanted or the unjust things in our own life from a law-based perspective. So that's an important foundation to the larger topic of recalibration. We are undoubtedly energetic beings who frequent at specific vibrational frequencies every second of our lives. Our frequency can and does change throughout the day, the week, the month, and over our lifetimes. The more wobbly a frequency, the more we may experience ups and downs, meaning some people may even have severe emotional shifts throughout an hour of their life. Everything we experience is based on vibrational attraction. Our cells, bodies, energy fields, emitting a frequency that the universe has to respond to. Now, If we think a thought and it's a brand new thought or an unpracticed thought, a thought we haven't really thought much about, it will come and go with no real significant experience. However, if we think thoughts repetitively and then we add emotion to the thoughts we think, which often happens, human nature, we all of a sudden find ourselves experiencing snippets of that thought. Let me give you an example. You might say, Maniacs driving out on the road today. Someone is going to get in a wreck. That one thought might just be a thought. But if you think that thought over and over again every day, that you're driving out on the road, it's very possible soon you might witness a wreck or even coming close to getting in an accident yourself. Maybe somebody cuts you off, somebody's driving erratically. Your mind is now focused on the maniacs driving on the road and you start to see snippets of of that that validate the belief that you have about that or the thoughts that you're really having about that. Belief is really just thoughts that we think over and over and it becomes a belief. And every time you see the evidence for it in your world, it reinforces the thoughts. Ah, maniacs out driving on the road. The more that happens and the more you feel emotion about it or you have opinion about it, strong feelings about it, the more likely you are to eventually find yourself in the full-blown experience. Now, maybe you weren't thinking about a car accident. Maybe you were thinking, my life is a wreck, or I'm a wreck. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's not always directly specific to that exact thing. It's just the vibrational frequency, right? Where is the wreck going to show up? Regardless, any outside experience we have 
has come from a well-practiced internal thought or dialogue that we've had with ourselves. I just want to break down for you some really simple ways to think about this. This is what we say when we're talking about um, the idea of co-creative attraction. A thought attracts. So you think a thought and that attracts then what may come to align with that thought. An emotion activates. So the emotion activates the energy that actually allows the thought to attract to it. Without the emotional energy, the thought is just a thought. A belief is a well-practiced thought. It's a thought that you have over and over and over again. And as you think those thoughts over and over and you get validation over and over, you say to yourself, see, I told you so. And then it starts happening and you say to other people, see, I told you so. And pretty soon that becomes a belief, a condition basically that you believe to be true in the world. And a pattern is the circumstances around the condition that allow the vibration to resurface to your experience. We're trying to break these patterns, an eating pattern, uh, um, we're implementing a new lifestyle, going to the gym, um, maybe changing our day-to-day diet, maybe we're working on journaling or just putting new habits into place. And then these old patterns resurface and we say, what the heck is that about? Why is this old pattern back? And a recalibration, which is really what we're talking about today, is an opportunity to change the energy of the old pattern to a new thought, a new belief, new emotion, and therefore new conditions of your life. So where does frequency come from? What is happening for us to experience things in our life, whether they're wanted or unwanted? Well, there's four main energetic origins of vibrational frequency that allow us to frequent a vibration that becomes an experience in our outer life. First of all, our ancestry. This one shocks a lot of people. A lot of people that I've worked with, and I've done over 25,000 one-on-one sessions with mostly women, um, some children and some um, men in there, but mostly women. Usually when somebody has a pattern or something happening in their life that it's like they can't understand it, they don't know why it's there, but it's there, it often comes from ancestry. We can pass on the predisposition to get into emotional patterns and thought process and belief systems the exact same way that we pass on physical genetic traits. And the reason is, is because the energy of all of that, the DNA, the cells, uh, everything in our body, there's a really simplified version of explanation for everything that happens in our body that is universal. We all experience it. We may experience it in different ways, but the core energy is always the same. And so when something is passed on, it's, it's passed on with the emotional aspects of it, with, you know, the struggles with different types of things. So ancestry, that's a really big one. Soul energy, soul energy. Those are the intentions we set out with in this lifetime and other lifetimes that our souls bring back into this life to expand on. And then we have cell memory. Cell memory could come from your past life. It could come from this life and life conditioning which often seems to be the one that people are most aware of, right? Because it's the experience of our life that has taught us that it is so. That those thoughts, those emotions, those beliefs, those conditions, those patterns, this is just the way the world is. And we begin to believe that at a very young age. And by the time we get to an adulthood and we're really wanting to implement 
different desires and things into our life, we already have so much conditioning that it's like roadblock after roadblock, obstacle after obstacle often to get to that space that we really desire to be in. And often this is what causes people to then give up, especially when those old patterns start to resurface. So here's the deal. Life experience never comes from nowhere. There's always an origin, family history, past life discovery, something that happened in your past that you choose to believe was true. You may not just be aware of what it is causing the condition of your life. And again, I can tell you all of those people that I've worked with, when we really get into the nitty and gritty, there's always that ability to see the explanation and the connections and be able to work through that and start to choose new things, which I love. The expression, like attract likes, well, it's true. Uh, it's not as simplified as people make it, but it is true. A lot of people are doing all the right things to change their lives, but experiencing the unwanted conditions. And this absolutely on every level has to do with vibrational frequency and the subject versus the actions of the individual. Unless, of course, the individual continues to participate in opposition to the wanted, which sometimes happens. So let me give you some examples. Someone deeply desires to have their life partner that supports them, has all the important characteristics they're looking for in a mate and someone they truly love and the love is returned. But instead of staying focused on that and working towards attracting that, they're staying in an unhealthy relationship, feeling all of the hurt and the painful emotions or you know, maybe even they've gotten out of the relationship, but they keep thinking about all the bad things from those past relationships. And so they continue to create more unhealthy relationships. Because reality is, when you're in a situation like, let's say, a relationship, and it feels unhealthy, it feels toxic, it feels hurtful, even if there's some good moments, if the pain of it outweighs the positive of it, and more importantly, you're focusing on that pain a lot, the things you don't like, the things that keep happening, the problems, the way you're feeling that you don't like. You're putting out a powerful signal to the universe that even though you have these fleeting thoughts over here about that perfect partner with the perfect traits and the perfect love, it's so far away from where you are and probably really difficult for you to even imagine what that would truly feel like that it you can't you can't attain it you just stay either in this unhealthy pattern of relationships or you stay alone because the fear or the disbelief of being able to have something that you really desire it, it it's like you don't really believe it it's it's too far of a stretch you might have someone who wants to be financially successful and they keep asking for opportunities to be financially successful but every time they have an opportunity, they might pass it by. I've worked with clients like this. No, it's not the right thing. It's not the right, like everything is a no, 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 no. So the universe keeps giving them opportunities. They keep saying no. We never know. I mean, I'm all about trust your gut, trust how you feel. If something isn't aligned, wait for something better. But sometimes the things we get are the path to something better. And if we keep saying no, then we just get stuck. Or maybe someone who is experiencing a health condition or illness and just believes this is how it is and this is how it will always be. My mom had this. My uncle has this. This is just the way it is in my family. They may try to do things to change it, eat healthier, take herbal supplements, work out, go to healing practitioners, go to the doctor. But deep down, they believe it's just how it is. 
and they may not even know that they think this way and therefore no matter what they do they can't find the solution and the pattern and the condition just continue to exist. Today many of you are already aware of this at some level. Your thoughts, your emotions, your frequency are relevant to your experience and they help you co-create or attract what shows up in your daily life. And so what I want to offer you is the idea of recalibration and why when we are working so hard and trying so hard to break an old pattern and create something new in our life, we just keep cycling back into the same old, same old, same old, as the expression goes. <laughs> First, anytime we experience something again and again, it means we haven't mastered it or rather we haven't mastered the vibration that keeps us out of the old experience. Maybe you are working on your financial goals and part of the process is not going into debt. You get all your debt paid off and then something out of your control happens and you return right back to that old pattern. It's resurfaced because whether you realize it or not, you have been thinking and feeling in opposition to your real desire. This can be for a myriad of reasons. For instance, it's a big expense and you don't have the cash for it, but it's necessary and you're super rigid in using your credit card. So when you do have to start using it again, you get really, really stressed about it. You start thinking negative about the future. You feel worry, you feel fear or other emotions that don't feel good. And all of that negative emotion that might just be, I swiped my credit card. I'm going to go right back to my pattern. I'm going to get this paid off. This was something out of the blue that would change that pattern. It's like you get all wound up in it and you start really focusing on this is not what I wanted, right? And, and so it, it recreates more patterns. It's like a cascade effect that happens. I mean, think about it. If a wealthy person has to use their credit card to pay for an unexpected expense, they generally think nothing of it. They know they can pay it right off, so they don't think another thing about it. And I'm not encouraging people to use their credit cards to pay for things. But my, my point is, is that I've had a lot of clients that have been in these positions where they're working to get into a better financial position. One of those things is getting out of debt and then something in their life happens where they have to go back into debt. Maybe some major expense happened, their car got totaled, something in their house broke and they don't have the cash on hand to do it. But instead of minimalizing and just saying, okay, this is a time for recalibration, a time for recalibration, we're going to figure this out, we're going to get back on track. They just, they snowball out of control and then they let go of control and everything just starts to tumultuously snowball into their life again regarding debt. We as humans love to ruminate and think things over and over and over and over and over again. And by doing that, we get ourselves right back into the old patterns. Following the example that I use financially, if you're the person working on your financial goals and something unexpected came up and you had to charge it on your card, but you simply thought, no big deal, I'll pay it off soon. Just like I said, then you went right back to doing what you were doing and maybe even paying greater attention to how you may have been thinking or feeling out of alignment with your desired frequency around financial goals. You would move to an even higher frequency and potentially hit your goal even sooner. But for most humans, they will feel slightly bad or really bad and that will start the ball rolling in the wrong direction again. This However, every time these old patterns resurface, it's an opportunity for calibration. Things to ask yourself, how can I handle the situation differently than I did in the past? Can I find another solution? If I can't, can I change how I feel about this current situation? 
Those honestly are your only two paths. Change the situation or how you feel about it. Sometimes there's expenses that come up that honestly we can do without right now. It might be a little uncomfortable, but we could do without. Sometimes there's things that's like, no way, this has to happen. So can you change the way you feel about it? I've been teaching that for almost 20 years, and it's always true. If you can't change the outcome immediately, you can choose how you feel. The better you feel, the better the outcome, not just now, but in the future. Because how we feel now is what creates our future experiences. What you are experiencing now, that's old news. It's from what you thought, felt, and did in the past. So recalibration is the continued opportunity to fine-tune the vibration of what we want our desired state to be. If someone is working on financial success, each time a challenging uh, situation arises in that area, it's an opportunity to recalibrate your energy to an even greater level. Eventually, you get so good at feeling good about feeling financially successful, you don't experience money shortages anymore. If someone is working on bettering their relationship, every time a relationship challenge presents itself, either in a current relationship an old relationship or a new relationship, it's an opportunity to fine-tune feeling better where you are at now. In order to set the path forward of finding that wonderful person you enjoy with your life, you want to enjoy your life with, you've got to start feeling better about that now. That prepaves the path, the path to then, to the future. Anytime we experience an outside condition, it's an opportunity to dig deeper within ourselves to change the way we frequent. In doing that, we automatically change the way the outside world shows up for us. Here's some different ways to think about patterns and recalibration. When you are working to make change, put feeling good at the forefront of your experience. If you can't feel good about the subject you're working on, change the subject and do something unrelated. It's all about feeling good. The feelings are what will calibrate and line up more good things to you, including the subject you've been working on. Sometimes getting off the subject is the best game changer you can have. I have people often say to me, Erica, I'm feeling so bad. How do you want me to think about feeling better? Go do something you love to do, but I can't think about anything I love to do. Go do something that feels just a little bit better. And sure enough, as they say yes to that little bit feeling better, little bit feeling better, little bit feeling better, they remember something they really like to do and then something they really love to do. And all of a sudden, they're feeling better and better and better. And then believe it or not, things start to shift and turn around. That's how recalibration and repatterning work. To reiterate, do more and more good things not related to the subject. Play in the park. Go out with friends who make you laugh. Watch your favorite show or movie. Take 15 minutes out to rest, relax, go for a walk, or just do something that feels better than what you are feeling right now. How do I do that when I'm feeling so terrible? Take a break. When you take your energy away from the bad feeling subject, you give the universe a moment to reset and to recalibrate to the better feeling and instead of just drawing all that energy and tension to the unwanted. All you're doing is creating more of that for today and tomorrow and the future. See yourself climbing a spiral staircase and each time you revisit something you want to change, it's an opportunity to see it with fresh eyes and new perspective. What can you take from this experience now that you couldn't see before? What's different about it? Are you less reactive, more in control, or maybe you're not as bothered by what's going on? 
Is there new information that comes to the surface that helps you have better introspection on what you've been doing to create this pattern? Instead of tumbling back down the spiral staircase or bonking your head as you go up, not fun. I used to have one in the house I lived in and I hit my head every time I walked up the stairs. Um, you know, was it a metaphor for me? Yes, it was definitely in that house. That was a metaphor for me. And you could ask yourself the same thing. Like, what is this really telling me? What is this symbolically meaning in my life? Just stand where you are for a moment. Know everything is going to be okay. And when you are ready, continue to ascend up the spiral staircase. Often when we're revisiting things, it's giving us a new perspective and new information that we continue to recalibrate that so that we're getting rid of the unwanted and getting closer and closer to our desired goal. And last, find gratitude in the experience. Every time we experience something unwanted and we make it through it, we solidify in our brain that we can and we will. Eventually, you visited something so often and made it to the other side that you don't even get a charge about it anymore. Ironically, it's when we no longer care that much about what's going on through the experience that we can let it fully go and move on to something else in our lives. So whether you are starting out your journey in vibrational living, you have some knowledge and are in the throes of maybe big life change, or perhaps you're a well-practiced citizen simply working on fine-tuning details, know that all of our experiences revisiting and then visiting again and again with the old patterns are really just beautiful opportunities to recalibrate what we want to an even greater frequency. I'm your host, Erica Dunn Page, and I will see you back here next week.